your Locked On Hurricanes, your daily podcast on the Carolina Hurricanes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, Locked on Hurricanes on the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. And today's episode is once again brought to you by our Locked on NHL show. You need more hockey news and the Locked on NHL podcast is here to fill that gap. It's our daily podcast on everything happening in the leagues. Subscribe and listen each day for a quick look at the biggest stories and game recaps. Subscribe to Locked on NHL today wherever you get your podcast. And as always, you can find the show on Twitter and Instagram at LO underscore Hurricanes, on Facebook at Locked on Hurricanes Podcast, and you can find myself on Twitter at Jared Ellis underscore 96. In today's episode, we'll be looking at some potential roster moves for the Carolina Hurricanes uh, because it's starting to look like we're going to have a different looking team next year. Um, so diving on into the stuff that everyone has been talking about right now, that is that it's starting to look like Warren Fogle and Jordan Martinuk are going to be on their way out of Raleigh. Obviously, it is important to note that anything can happen between now and when free agency opens on the 28th. So do keep that in mind because anything can change. Uh, but Elliot Friedman reported in the 31 Thoughts uh, article uh, a few days ago, I don't remember how many days it was, that it's starting to look like those two guys are going to be out. Um, it's looking like Jordan Martinuk feels that he can get a better offer on the open market. He is obviously a um, free agent, um, unrestricted free agent, excuse me, Um so he feels he can be better, and same with Warren Fogle. Uh, they feel he feels that it's time to move on, uh, which I'm not really surprised with Fogel, um at all. He again only signed a one year extension last off season. And I was kind of surprised they even did that. Uh, so I'm really not surprised with it appearing to be him uh, starting to be on the way out. Uh, Marty is the one that I'm a little surprised at and a little taken aback uh, because, you know, he said, you know, that he wants to be here. He wants to see this whole process through of winning a Stanley Cup here. He's been here since the start of this whole rebuild um, back in the beginning of the 2018 season uh, when we got him from Arizona, uh, and he's indicated that he wants to be here. So I was a little surprised to learn that you know he is you know likely going to be on the way out and then some of the stuff going on on social media him meeting up with a fan to le- to sign her jersey before he leaves oh man and you know it just it just reeks of he's going to be gone uh which really sucks cuz i kind of felt like yeah he's obviously not going to fetch you know Andre Svechnikov, Dougie Hamilton, you know, that type money. That's a given. But, you know, kind of figure, you know, this is kind of where his home is. He's had both his kids here. Him saying that he wants to be here 
uh, and see this process through, kind of figured that they would try to make something work. But, you know, I just kind of wonder what the Hurricanes were offering um, for him to, on what appears to be on the way out. Um, because, you know, he is such a vital part of the organization on the leadership side of things. Uh, and, you know, that's some stuff that can't really be replaced. Um, so, you know, it's just... It, it, it's frustrating and disheartening, but it's almost like, what's going on? Like, what did they offer you to, for you to be like, I feel I can get better uh, somewhere else? Like, obviously they would have lowballed him. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking maybe in the range of like a million a season, maybe. I'm He's definitely worth more than that. Uh, it's very interesting to see to know just like what's going on there uh because he's such a cornerstone piece of your franchise right now yeah he's not you know Sebastian Ajo or Andre Svechikov but he is a very vital part of your team and has been since the beginning of this rebuild and you're just going to let him walk in free agency it's interesting I mean obviously they could maybe do a sign and trade or something like that but and again there's a bunch of time before um you know free agency does you know, officially start, so they could end up reaching an agreement or something by then, but as we're recording right now, it's looking like Jordan Martinuk is going to be on the way out, um, and that's, that sucks, man, because you guys know, you know, he's obviously my favorite player on the team, and see your favorite player go is, it's never a good feeling, um, and especially when it's something like this, like, it's one thing, like, they retire or something like that. But, you know, leaving a free agency, that, man, that sucks. That, it really does suck. Hopefully, obviously, you think something can be worked out. But uh, as of recording, like I said, it looks like he's he's going to test the open market. I mean, obviously, you know, he could still test the open market and the offer not be there. And then he comes back. Yeah, that's an option. It's happened with players in all sports before, not just hockey. So we'll see what happens. But, man, if the Hurricanes do let Jordan Martinuk walk in free agency, that's going to suck, man. And like he said in his uh, you know end-of-season interview, it is a business. So you do have to do what's best. Uh, I get that, but, man... It doesn't make it any easier, that's for sure. Um, but, you know, even if these guys do leave, there's still a lot of guys on the open market um, between free agents. So a lot of stuff can happen this offseason, and we'll be looking at some of those guys that the Hurricanes could potentially look at bringing in uh, right after this quick break, folks. Now, you longtime listeners know all about the greatness of Built Bar, but again, some of you uh, newer listeners may be wondering what is Built Bar? Well, Built Bar is again the best tasting protein bar ever, and did you know that Built Bar has so many delicious flavors? So there's something for everyone, and those flavors are, of course, coconut, cherry, barcia, raspberry, mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel. Strawberry, orange, cookies and cream, and German chocolate. Out of those, my favorite would definitely be double chocolate. And if you haven't tried 
all the flavors. You can get a mixed box where you'll get two of each of the nine flavors. And right now, of course, they do have some limited fl time flavors like Grasshopper Cookie. So that's something else for you to try. And regardless of the flavor, Built Bars are covered in 100% chocolate and are soft and easy to chew. Built Bars are also great for the health-conscious individual as they are low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, and high-fiber. And pro Built Bar is also the official protein bar of the U.S. track and field team. The Olympics are right around the cooler corner so that of course is super cool so you can eat the same protein bar as the u.s track and field team when you go to builtbar.com and use promo code locked 15 and you'll get 15 percent off your order use promo code locked 15 for 15 percent off at built.com now folks getting back into the hurricanes potential guys they can pick up between either trades or free agency because again there's likely going to be a lot of changes this offseason between guys like Warren Fogle and Jordan Martinuk potentially leaving same with your goalies uh Peter Mrazek James Reimer they could potentially be on the way out as well I'm still pretty confident in Alex Ndelkovich re-signing so I'm not really worried about that and then of course there's the elephant in the room of Dougie Hamilton uh so you, know, you look at a lot of these guys that are entering free agency or on the trade block. Um, you know, and there's a lot of guys, and this will be something we talk about over multiple episodes. So I'm just going to touch on a few names here. And then obviously in the future, I may come back to these guys. I may have different thoughts on these guys. Or they may end up off the list entirely because they go to another team. Or never know, they may come here. But we'll just have to wait and see. Um and of course, you know, the big one that we have talked about before, it kind of all depends on how things go um, come off season. Eric Stahl, uh, we have talked about him in the past, so we'll keep this kind of brief. He's obviously an unrestricted free agent this off offseason, um, so, but he has also been around for a very long time. But, uh, could, but he still has some gas left in the tank. Um, so, you know, and there was obviously talk about him coming back at the trade deadline. So I think it's, you know, important to kind of look at heading into this offseason free agency. Could he potentially come back for one year? He'd obviously probably sign like a veteran minimum or something like that. Uh, probably only like a one-year deal, two at most. But I'm definitely thinking a one-year. Um, and he'd be a good uh, bottom six guy for the Hurricanes. Um, but we'll just have to wait and see because it also wouldn't surprise me if he just decides to retire um but again it is worth mentioning him there uh there are other guys you know as well like Tomas Tatar in Montreal um he's one you know I feel like that could definitely be interesting uh for the Hurricanes to pick up a guy because you also do have to remember there's a uh, expansion draft coming up uh sooner rather than later as well uh this month so you may have to replace your left winger um you don't you don't know what's going to happen there. Um, and, you know, again, there's just so many other guys. Um, David Savard um, is definitely one that I find to be an interesting pick on defense um, because there's likely going to be some changes there. Jake Bean is definitely going to be gone. We'll see about Yanni. Um, and then, you know, Jake Gardner as well. So you're going to kind of be down half of your defensive core, um, at least, 
because yeah you'll still have Slavin and Pesci and Dougie is one that's gonna be kind of up in the air um and for him yeah I, yeah that's definitely going to be a tough one to replace but Tyson Berry um that could be a very interesting uh pickup if Dougie Hamilton does leave um I don't think the Hurricanes would go after him if Dougie stayed um and then of course there are like some veteran defensemen you know like Alec Martinez again I mentioned David Savard as well uh Adam Larson is one and then you do have a guy like Matt Dumba, who's also going to be entering free agency as well. Um, and they all be really solid pieces uh, for the Hurricanes to pick up in free agency. And then, you know, there's obviously, you know, uh, you know guys that are potentially on the trade block uh, as well. I think really one of the biggest names, I don't really know if the Hurricanes would go for it. Uh, due to his recent performance, and because I don't think they would be able to get what Arizona would be asking, but that is Oliver Ekman Larson. He is allegedly on the trade block. Um, it would definitely be an interesting pickup to see how he would fit in the Hurricanes uh, system. Uh, I did speak with our Coyotes host, Robin Leno. I said that you know, they would likely be looking for you know, an early pick, top prospect, stuff like that, and I get it, but I'm also just like, I don't know if the Hurricanes would give up all of that for him. Um, I'm sure there are obviously teams that would. Um, she said that would likely be what they were uh, supposedly asking at the trade deadline from Boston, so we'll see uh, there, but yeah, that's a movie. I I don't know if the Hurricanes would make that, but it is interesting to think about um, because if the Hurricanes are losing a guy like Jordan Martinuk, uh, Lars, Ekman Larson would, would bring in a lot of leadership skills. So there's that. It's just I I don't know. Um, you know at this point, uh, and then it, and then you look at the goalie side of things as well, and you know. Yeah, Ned's going to come back. Um, but say the Hurricanes can't reach a deal with Peter and James in that case. you got to find a backup goalie, a good one. Uh, because you don't want to have a repeat of Cam Ward where you just don't have a good backup and have to rely too heavily on your number one goaltender. You don't want to be in that situation. So there are you know, a lot of guys you know out there um, say, yeah, Ned is going to be the number one guy. So as cool as it would be to see you know, a Vezina finalist like Philip Grubauer come here, yeah, it'd be cool. I don't see that happening because he would really want to be the number one guy and like the number one, not a 1A or a 1B type situation. He'd want to be the guy, and I don't see that happening. Um, So you look at a guy like uh Chris Drieger from Florida – uh, yeah, I feel they could kind of get him on the cheap. Um, and same with Elvis Merslinkus from Columbus. Those are guys, yeah, they would be really solid, uh, maybe 1B or 2 guys. Um, Merslinkus, I think, would be more of a 1B, and Drieger would be a solid number 2. Uh, but that would be interesting to see, because I feel like the Hurricanes could get uh, both of those guys on the cheap. Um so that would be interesting to see how that goes. Um, I don't think 
either of them have re-signed, so, you know, free agency-wise, you know, I think they'd be good, you know, they're, again, I don't think they've done any uh, contract extensions to my knowledge, um, and then, you know, there's, again, so many other guys that the Hurricanes could look at going after this offseason, um, and then, you know, another one that is likely going to be on the market is Auntie Ranta from Arizona. That would be a definitely uh, interesting 1B type situation uh, for Ned. But again, there's just so much to unpack with all these guys potentially coming in, leaving, what's going to be happening with the Hurricanes, what's going to happen with the expansion draft. Because you never know uh, if any of these guys are going to be in a cracking uniform next year. That's just something we'll just have to wait and see. Uh, but first, yeah, we got to get through uh, the Stanley Cup final. And Game 4 uh, between the Lightning and Canadians is tonight in Montreal. And we will talk about that right after this quick break. There is only one place that we here at the Locked On Podcast Network trust to do our online sports betting. And that is, of course, with Bet Bet BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Baseball season is in full swing, and you can track all the action at Bet Online. Get the latest news, odds, and info for all of your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all of your UFC MMA action. Before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign up bonuses, and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get in the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website or use your mobile device today and sign up to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use promo code Locked On. That's a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use promo code Locked On. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. And get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Now, game four of the Stanley Cup final is tonight uh, between the Montreal Canadiens and Tampa Bay Lightning. Tampa Bay currently leads the series three games to none, so they're looking to complete the sweep tonight. As much as I would like Montreal to potentially you know, send the series to five games, um, I kind of I don't know if they can because Tampa is just a such a stacked team, and they are just rolling on all cylinders, and Montreal is just struggling to get anything going really um it's obviously frustrating um because uh Montreal you know had such a good run so far you know throughout the playoffs and you know just to see them just not have anything um this post or this series excuse me it's kind of frustrating it's almost like they spent all their energy on their previous three series against Toronto, Winnipeg, and Vegas, and they just don't have anything going. Yeah, uh, Tampa is definitely the best team they faced, but you know, you know, maybe they can pull out one win, um, you know, this tonight. So we'll see what happens. But I think uh, at the end of the day, it's going to start with their goaltending. Uh, Carey Price, he just. While he's made some great saves in this series, 
uh, he's really just got to get back into the groove that we had seen in the previous three series uh, because he has looked more like the uh, goalie that people are saying at the start of the regular season, I was just vastly overpaid and blah, 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 you know, all that stuff. Uh, that He's looking like that goalie now, not the Vesna and Hart Trophy uh, goalie that he had looked like uh, throughout the postseason where he had turned back the clock um, to those younger years for himself. He doesn't look like that goalie right now. And again, I think you know if he can get things going tonight... And yeah, maybe Montreal can push it five games. Um, but if Carey Price cannot get things going, I, I don't think uh, Montreal is going to be able to take another flight down to Tampa. And they also got to get their offense going too because they have struggled to score goals in this series. Um, and they just cannot get past anything past Andre Vasilevsky kind of similar to what the Hurricanes dealt with in their series against Tampa. They just can't get anything past him. And he's a damn good goalie, folks. Yeah, yeah even though yeah, there's obviously all the stuff you know, around Tampa and they're dealing with the loophole stuff. Yeah, there's all that stuff. But Andre Vasilevsky's a damn good goaltender. And he showed it against us. He's showed it against uh florida uh he showed it against the new york islanders and now he's showing it against montreal um and if their offense can't get going either yeah montreal just needs to go ahead and book their uh golf trips um right now because if their offense isn't going to get going along with if Carey price can't you know get his confidence back it's done tampa's going to be hoisting the cup tonight because the cup is in the building because obviously the uh, lightning can clinch tonight and become just the eighth team to ever repeat um it'd be the first since pittsburgh did it in 2016-2017 so we'll see how things go tonight uh again as much as i want montreal to do it i want my uh, eric Stahl to you know keep this potential final run going We'll see. It's definitely a tall hill for the Canadians to climb, but it's not impossible because if they do like you know they had uh, at the end of the regular season throughout the playoffs, it just get hot, and anything can happen. Uh, but it's a tall order. Uh, but for all of your locked on or er, uh, Canadians and Lightning needs, go listen to Locked On Canadians and Locked On Lightning. Uh, and that does it for today's episode. Tomorrow we will continue to look at potential guys that the Hurricanes could bring in, elaborate more on some of these other guys, um, and then talk about who won the Stanley Cup, if anyone won the Stanley Cup tonight. We'll, so we'll, of course, talk Game 4. Uh, so make sure you go follow Locked on Hurricanes on Twitter and Instagram at LO underscore Hurricanes. Give a like on Facebook at Lockdown Hurricanes Podcast. And follow myself on Twitter at Jared Ellis underscore 96. And I'll talk to you guys later. Peace.